Hello everyone and welcome to the Dr. Christian Heim podcast where we're living for mental health, love and compassion. So grateful to have your company again. My name is Caroline Heim and this podcast is part two of a live talk Christian gave on the science of gratitude. I'm just going to give you a bit of a a brief recap on part one to bring you up to speed. Okay, so in part one, Christian talked about the science, showing that gratitude has multiple health benefits and how these work. He also talked about why it's sometimes really hard to put gratitude into practice. In our wonderful but often very crazy world, so many things can get in the way. Expectations, other people, a sense of entitlement comparisons, and the I want more treadmill of life. This episode, Christian gets into the really practical tips. First off, he gives you an exercise to activate some pretty good feel-good brain chemicals with gratitude. So get ready for that. That exercise is first off. Then he explains what's really going on in your brain with gratitude some conversations your thinking frontal lobe can have with your feeling limbic system. The talk finishes with eight tips on how to practice gratefulness. And I've actually slipped in a sneaky little audience question at the end. Okay, so we're going to drop in on this talk right now. All right, now I'm going to take you through an imagination exercise so that you can experience gratitude in your mind. And then what I'm going to do is let you know what happened in your brain as you're doing that imagination exercise. So, for this gratefulness uh, imagination exercise, what I want you to do is just sit where you are, uncross your arms and uncross your legs. We won't be doing any strange breathing or anything like that. But I want you just to close your eyes. And I want you to close your eyes and imagine somebody who has helped you out. Somebody to whom you feel gratitude. And I want you to imagine in your mind's eye this person coming towards you. I want you to see what they're wearing. I want you to see what their hairstyle looks like. I want you to see if they've aged at all since you've seen them at all. Somebody who has helped you out. And I want you to feel the pleasure of seeing them. You feel so much pleasure that a smile naturally comes on your face. Then I want you to shake this person's hand or if this is a person that you would hug, hug this person. Give them a really big hug. Feel what it's like to shake their hand or to hug them. Feel their warmth. Feel their strength. Feel who they are. And then I want you to sit down with them, whoever they are, and just start talking. You say something like, thank you for helping me out. Thank you for being there when nobody else was. Thank you for inspiring me to do my best. Thank you for giving me just what I needed just at the right time. For some of you it may be, thank you for saving my life. Or thank you for encouraging me when I didn't even believe in myself. For some people, it may be a relationship. You may be saying, thank you for loving me for so long with all of my faults. Or 
Thank you for feeding me and clothing me and disciplining me until I grew up to become an adult. And then just listen to what they have to say. As the conversation goes on, I want you to share a laugh. It might be just a smile or a chuckle because you feel good in this person's presence, or you may have found something funny to talk about. Listen to the sound of their voice, the tone of their voice, how loudly or softly they're speaking. Then it's time to say goodbye. You give them another handshake or a hug and you watch as they walk away with a smile on your face as you, as they have a smile on their face. Okay, you can open your eyes. That was just a little imagination exercise and I hope you are able to feel some pleasure, contentment, some sharing as you laughed and just some good feelings of love. To explain what went on in that little interchange, I will need somebody's brain, please. Are there any brains out there? No, no brains out there. Could I have a brain, please? I need somebody's brain. Here comes a brain. Thank you very much for donating your brain to science. Thank you, Caroline. I've always been able to count on Caroline. Thank you so much. Thank you. This is my today's rendition of a brain. It is nothing but a bread roll with a fork stuck into it, all right? But this will do for your brain because a simple model of the brain says the brain is made up of three parts. You have the fork, which is a brain stem. And basically any animal that can move around the face of this earth has a brain stem. It takes care of uh, awareness, it takes care of your heartbeat, blood pressure, a whole lot of stuff. We won't talk about the brain stem today. The crusty bit is what's called the neocortex. We humans are very proud of our neocortex because the front part of our neocortex, the crusty bit in the front, that's all that cortex means is crust, is at the thinking bit in the brain. But I'm going to start off with the white spongy bit in the centre. This is, yeah I know it's the soft part of the bread, but this is your limbic system. And basically what your limbic system does is feel. Any mammal has a limbic system. They can feel, they take care of their young, and feelings get more and more intense and more sophisticated up the chain. I'm going to talk about brain chemicals because if gratitude works then it changes the brain chemicals inside the limbic system. When you felt the pleasure of somebody walking towards you who had been helpful towards you and you felt that gratitude, that pleasure was mediated by a brain chemical called dopamine in the limbic system. When you gave that person a handshake or a hug and you felt that trust or that love or that good feeling of connection with that person, that was mediated by a brain chemical inside the limbic system called oxytocin. And when you sat down and had a conversation and you felt calm and content, those feelings of calm and contentment were mediated by a brain chemical in the limbic system called serotonin. 
And when you share the love, and you felt that you were sharing something that you couldn't quite articulate with this other person, those feelings of sharing and being together were mediated in the limbic system by a brain chemical called beta endorphin. Now, those four brain chemicals, they're not quite that discreet, they all work together, but dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and beta endorphin are the feel-good chemicals inside your limbic system. But here's what happened while we did that imagination exercise. I was speaking to your frontal lobe. I was speaking to the thinking part of your brain, and by listening to my voice, the thinking part of your brain told your limbic system what to feel. We're going to imagine this person, and we're going to feel good about this person. We're going to feel a bit more love. We're going to feel a bit more calm. We're going to feel together with this person. So, we now scientifically know that your thinking part of your brain, the frontal lobe, can direct, can focus the brain chemicals that leads to what emotions you experience. And that's important because that's how you get to cultivate gratitude. That's what you need to practice so that you become a more grateful person. It is not just the information. It is taking the information and practicing it. Just like somebody practices playing the piano for an hour every day, or somebody practices their golf swing, or somebody cleans a kitchen every morning and they know how to do it really well. It's a skill that you practice. Now, unfortunately, the science tells us that to develop a new habit can take anywhere between 20 and 200 days. So this is not easy stuff. If you're going to practice cultivating the attitude of gratitude, you've got to stick at it. But I will give you an easy way through. I'm going to give you eight things that you can do every day to practice gratitude. And it comes in a simple little acronym. And the acronym is THANKS MORNING AND NIGHT. T-H-A-N-K-S morning and night. So let's go through this. And if you can do this every day, then you are practicing gratitude. And all the things that I'll tell you to do, they're all verbs, they're all doing words. They're things that you've got to do to practice gratitude. T is for think. Think about your life. What does it mean to you? What would it mean to you if it were just taken away? that will automatically make you grateful because it is here. You have got it, you have got this day, this life, to appreciate this world. T is for think. H is for help somebody out. If it is parting with some of your money, some of your time, some of your eye contact or a smile or some encouraging words, when you help somebody out, you don't only give them the opportunity to be grateful, but you actually get to feel grateful for the privilege of giving something to somebody else. H is help somebody else out. A is for appreciate someone close. There are people that have helped you through life that you probably haven't thanked. 
a high school teacher, an uncle, somebody who has helped you, sending them an email or a text to just say, I was just thinking about you today, Grandma. Remember that time when you were there when Mum was sick and you took me for a weekend? Had a really great time. Thanks very much for that, Grandma. You will make their day, but you will be increasing those brain chemicals in you. A is for appreciate someone close. N. N is for notice beauty. Every day, if it's seeing a mountain or a butterfly, if it's seeing a child's smile or hearing a child laugh, or if it's feeling the warmth of the sunshine. Notice when things are beautiful. It was Einstein who said, we can look at this world in two ways. We can look at it as though nothing is a miracle, or we can look at it as though everything is a miracle. Your choice. I had a patient once who was very depressed. He was doing very well in life, but he was very depressed. He was caught up in his own life. And somewhere along the line, I said, look, why don't you just go out and climb a mountain? And he said, what the hell should I do that for? And I got to the stage where he agreed to climb a mountain. And I told him, talk to the mountain. What the hell should I do that for? That sounds silly. He came back and I said, what did the mountain say? And he said, well, firstly, the mountain was beautiful. Secondly, the mountain made me feel small, but big at the same time. I was part of the mountain's beauty. He said, it also made my problems look pretty small, because that mountain's been around ooh, for a long time. It's going to be around for a long time past me. And maybe my problems just aren't that important. Which brings me to K. K is keep perspective. How bad would your problems look if you lived in a war-torn country like Syria? How bad are your problems going to look in five years from now? In 10 years from now? In 500 years from now? In 10,000 years from now when that mountain is still there, but you're not? So K is for keep perspective. And the S is something that we can all do throughout the day, is say thank you. Somebody holds open a door, somebody hands you something, whatever, say thank you. You will be increasing those feel-good chemicals in you and in the other person. Morning, when you wake up, and consciousness comes back to you in that second when you realize that you are here for another day just say thank you thank you got another day before your problems start rushing back before the day's agenda rushes towards you before you think about the things that you regret from yesterday just say thank you it will help you with your perspective for the coming day and night, night is doing the same thing in reverse. Just before you go to sleep, when you're lying in bed and you're about to drop off, you go, thank you for today. Do this particularly if you've had a bad day. 
find something that you can be grateful for and say thank you. Stephen Hawkins, who left this planet only some months ago, just before he died, he said, we all only have one life to notice and appreciate the grand design of this universe. And for that, I have been extremely grateful. So you can be grumpy, you can have bad things happen, you can even have people that you have loved that you have lost. Your hurt is actually born of love. If you didn't love that person, if that person was not beautiful, you wouldn't be hurting that much right now. It hurts now because somebody of beauty, strength, and that you learned from was around. So acknowledge bad things when they happen, acknowledge good things when they happen, but when you sum it all up, remind yourself as much as possible, given all the good things that have happened and all the, my broken dreams, this is a wonderful life which I don't understand. It's great to be part of it and I can be grateful for that. Thank you so much for listening this morning. <laughs> Caroline, do we have time for questions or not? Do you find religious people follow this pattern more readily than non-religious people? So the question is, do religious people follow this pattern, or so in other words, are more grateful than non-religious people? We have a, a lot of scientific show, uh, studies that show that having a faith does have health benefits. One of the health benefits is that you're around a lot of like-minded people, which means you get all the health benefits of being around people, but you also get the health benefits of being around like-minded people. So there tends to be less friction. And yes, there is a strong link between gratitude and spirituality. So it is easier for people who have a faith, particular faith in a personal God, because there is an object of gratitude. However, that does not exclude people who don't have a faith. Stephen Hawking, for example, cosmologist, and uh, gave us a lot of theories on black holes, uh, was an atheist. Uh, and he found that he could be grateful for the experience of being part of the universe. I quoted Einstein. Einstein had a belief in God, but not a personal God. It was a cosmic concept of God, but he too had this feeling of gratitude for being part of the universe. Thank you very much. And behind that gentleman, there is somebody who is uh, keen to ask a question. So, that's the science of gratitude. Gratitude is a wonderful way to activate a good dose of those feel-good brain chemicals and keep you living more joyfully. Remember the acronym for the eight tips. Thanks, morning and night. T-H-A-N-K-S, morning and night. T, think about how wonderful it is to be alive and what that life means to you. H, help someone else out. It'll make you feel really good. A, appreciate people, those close to you and those who have helped you with words, texts and emails. N, notice beauty, often. Remember Einstein's idea that you can see the whole world as a miracle. K, keep perspective. 
in a war-torn country or in five years' time, your problem won't seem so bad. M. Mornings. When you wake up, say thanks for being given another day. Nights. As you drift off to sleep, say thanks for something during your day, particularly if you've had a bad day. So grateful that you could join us and we look forward to continuing to share this wonderful journey called life with you with all of its ups and downs. We'll see you soon.